Welcome to Just a Thought with your host, Mark Short. I'm Mark Short, and this is Just a Thought. Well, tell you what, you may or may not appreciate me after I get done with this particular thought today, but I'm going to share it anyway. I've kind of tried to stay away from uh, too much controversy as far as, you know, subject matter that I know a lot of people are not going to agree with. But I'm gonna I'm gonna wait out in it just a little bit today. We live in a we live in a world that, by and large, to me at least, it seems. And okay, this is just my thought, so it's my thinking, how I perceive things, and I don't purport to be right. I'm just saying this is how I see it. But we uh, uh, we live in a world that I think has literally gotten so far away from having any moral absolutes, convictions, uh, standards, whatever you want to call it. It's almost like we live in a world now that anything goes and we're making it up the rules as we go. So we're willing to go further, I guess, in what we accept, what we put up with, at least in certain areas uh, than we ever have before. A couple of weeks ago, and I don't regularly watch the Grammy Awards that uh, award the musicians and songs. I mean, I used to years ago when it was kind of worth watching, but these last few years, I don't, it's a waste of time. I'm thinking I could have, I just wasted an hour or two hours of my life if I watched that much. But we we turned the the awards on. Uh, we had had our life group actually in our home, and it was on a Sunday night, and so we were just flipping through the channels after we got done with life group and everybody had left i thought you know let's just see what you know the grammys who they're honoring this year and whatever and i'll just be honest i i didn't get it at all i i thought this is crazy first of all i didn't recognize probably any of the songs which probably tells you how old i am but what they were presenting, and one song and one thing that was presented in particularly really bothered me. And I'm not going to name the artists. It was a couple of female artists. And the song that they uh, recorded this year that if you have ever heard it and you weren't completely and totally offended by it uh, and almost in shock by it, I question <laughs> what you're thinking if you have any morals left because it was just in a word horrific and uh, if you watch the grammys you know what i'm talking about if you didn't then you maybe have no idea that's fine to your benefit but it didn't take me long watching just that little bit of a segment to to say i don't need this this is ridiculous and that kind of brings me to what i want to talk about today and this week for our thought i think I think it's so important to establish, you know, places we'll go, things we'll do, things we'll entertain and listen to and watch and, and, and allow in our lives and things we won't. I guess the bottom line becomes how important is your family, your relationship with God, and just the way you live out your life in general, and are you willing to draw some lines, as it were, to make sure that you keep those things I just mentioned, such as your family, your relationship with God, uh, relationship with others, and just how you live your life. You keep it 
at a certain level. You keep it uh, valued highly, and, and you, you're willing to to do some things that you disclude doing other things. So to, again, so to speak, you know, we've all seen old movies or shows that had someone drawing a line of some kind and challenging someone else to cross it or not cross it. And I guess what I want to ask you and talk about for just a couple of minutes today is, have you ever drawn lines in the sand, in your heart, in your standard? Have you ever drawn lines that you will not cross? Ones that will represent the boundaries around which we will or will not do in our walk with God and as as families. Hopefully for the adults that are listening in, you've had some lines drawn by those that loved you when you were growing up that taught you what you should do and what you shouldn't ever even consider doing. And if you didn't, then you probably made some mistakes that you regret today. But if you did, then maybe you know where I'm headed today. We need direction. This generation desperately needs direction. And a part of that direction comes from setting boundaries, places that we won't go, things we won't watch, stuff we won't think about listening to, things we will not do. We've drawn lines that we won't cross because we either know or have a pretty good idea of where it could lead to if we cross those lines. And we don't want to go there, or we don't want our kids to go there. We used to call these lines convictions. Now, you don't hear a lot about convictions anymore, but it literally is the line that you draw that you will not cross. And folks, we have to draw those lines or we will become a people that will do anything under God's Son at any time to anybody for any reason. And we're living in a culture now that has established that mode of operation. That's how we live. We'll do anything under God's Son, as I said, to, you know, if it if it just, you know, comes to us and we want to do it. That was kind of what I think I saw as I watched the Grammys the other night, just for the few minutes that I watched, is that we've gotten to become we've become a, a society that is willing to do anything, accept anything, and tolerate anything, whether God does or not. As parents, it takes courage to set boundaries and draw lines for our children. Now, chances are you won't win any popularity contests, but your children don't need you to be their buddies. They need spiritual and moral leaders, parents who love them enough to occasionally cramp their style. Otherwise, they can easily end up like King David's son, Adonijah, who we met or we meet in 1 Kings chapter 1, verse 5 through 6, that tells us that he was a spoiled, arrogant, rebellious young man. And verse 6 of that passage gives us the reason why. His father never disciplined him or set boundaries for his young life. You might take the time and read that, and let me share it with you again. 1 Kings chapter 1, verses 5-6, through 6, and it just tells of a, a son gone bad because of a father that never drew any lines for him, never set any boundaries. So how do you set boundaries? How do you draw lines, as it were? Well, it starts by praying and talking with your spouse about the things that need to be given attention to, such as what kind of magazines and books 
you're going to read, what kind of stuff you're going to look at on the uh, on the web and online, what movies and television shows you'll view, what music you'll listen to, what will you talk about, what you won't talk about, how you should act, how you shouldn't act. You might be asking, well, what's up with the we thing? Well, I thought we were talking about setting boundaries not only for ourselves, but for our families, for our children. See, one problem in Christian families today is that too many parents fail to establish limits in their own lives. And here's the thing, you need to set standards not only for yourselves, but for your kids that you will also keep yourself. Otherwise, you get from your kids, why should I live by a standard that you ignore? And folks, I can attest that it's a challenge, actually. Nothing can agitate me quicker than hearing one of my kids saying, but you do it. And of course, that was a few years ago when I had kids under my roof that I was raising. And if I would get, you know, and they didn't say that. They knew better than to say that very often. But there probably were some instances when uh, I would catch them doing something and I'd say, we don't do that. And they'd say, but you do it. Well, Therein is the example. If we don't set lines that we won't cross, then how can we set lines for those coming up after us that we demand they not cross? So what kind of things do we need to set boundaries in otherwise? Well, for our kids, probably in in dating, in the clothing they wear, the friends that they choose and, and spend time with. Uh, the physical affection that they show publicly and otherwise, any number of areas that are more important than some of us are considering until it's too late. You know, we allow our kids to be promiscuous, and we wonder why we have such a promiscuous society. We we let our kids wear any old thing they want. We wonder why, uh, you know, the wrong kind of people come on to them and, and, and give them attention and things like that. See, I'll be the first to admit that drawing lines and setting boundaries isn't easy. It wasn't when we were raising our three sons. I know it won't be for our sons as they raise their, three, their daughters, but it's so necessary. We live in a world that we by and large think we can't really affect or change, but that's a lie. We have the power to change things by influencing the most important group in our world, and that's our own family. And we start influencing our family by drawing lines for ourselves that are our convictions that we live by that help us make right choices versus wrong choices every day. And we start by determining what we believe and what standards we want to establish for our everyday lives by looking at God's Word and saying, this is what God says. This is what God tells me. If I'll do, I'll be blessed. And if I don't do, I'll be cursed. Remember, the boundaries begin with you, with your choices, your limits, your priorities. What are you going to do differently when it comes to drawing lines? Dennis Rainey wrote an article several years ago, and he challenged the staff at uh, Family Life that he uh, oversaw uh, in some capacity to draw some lines in their, their own lifestyles and to establish some boundaries around what they would and wouldn't do as they sought to walk with God in their everyday lives. And he said it prompted a, a wonderful grandmother who had worked in their ministry for more than 10 years to write him a letter about some lines her own mother drew for her many years ago. She said, I remember my mother drawing the line for me when I I began to date. She instructed me how a guy should 
and should not touch me with his hands. For example, she said to never let a guy place his hand on my knee. I see so many dating couples with their hands on each other's knee or with his hand in her back pocket, and I always remember mother's words. And some of you are laughing because you think, oh, that's just, that's silly. Well, listen to me. Because that line was drawn, my husband and I remained pure in our four-year dating relationship before we were married. I can remember 40 years ago the pleasure we both experienced when my husband and put his hand on my knee as we drove off on our honeymoon, and he laughed and said he had been waiting four years to do that. I'm thankful to my mother for helping me draw the line for purity because it has helped me to have a wonderful relationship with my husband for 40 years now because of how we started. You know, that may be one of the reasons why so many struggle in their relationships from beginning to a premature end because they didn't start right. They didn't set any parameters. They didn't draw any lines. They just did whatever they wanted. And that carried over in their relationship, through their relationship, until other things entered in that they allowed that ruined that relationship. We cannot, as a society, think that we can live any old way we want, do whatever we want to do, whatever feels good. I'm okay, you're okay, live and let live. Those philosophies are doomed for failure. We've got to establish God's laws in our heart. We have to live by rules. There have to be rules. There has to be structure. There has to be something that we use as a guide that always points us in a right direction. And that's, I'm afraid, what we've lost. We now are without direction. We are without absolutes. The truth really doesn't matter. The only truth that matters is the truth that we're comfortable with, that we've established for ourselves, and we don't want anybody telling us that our truth isn't right or isn't the way it should be because we will bow up and we'll get all kinds of mad defending ourselves because we want to do what we want to do when we want to do it, how we want to do it, and we want you to leave us alone as we do it. So that all said, I just want to to challenge you as I challenge myself to continue. I'm 63 years old now, and I still have to draw lines that I will not allow myself with the help of God to cross. I want to do the right thing. I want to live the right way. And I ask God to help me every day. I promise you, some of the lines I've drawn, I've crossed and regularly and asked God to forgive me and to help me to redraw the line and to make a better effort at not crossing it as I continue to strive to live for Him better every day. I know it's by God's grace that I'm going to get where I'm going to ultimately get to, but along the way, that grace will help me to draw lines I will not cross so that I will live in ways that will glorify Him, will help me to raise up a godly family with children that love Him with all their heart. And that's what I want more than anything else. At this point now, not only do I want to see my sons and their wives love God with all their hearts, but I want them to raise my granddaughters in the same way that they will love God and He'll be important to them. That's going to take some line drawing and some convictions that are going to have to be laid out and lived by so that they'll understand what truly is important 
and pleasing to God as they live out their lives. Well, that is my thought for this week. I hope you still love me, and I hope that this challenges you personally. You know, a lot of times it's easy to draw lines for others. It starts with us drawing those lines and and, and establishing those convictions for ourselves and then being the example of living by those convictions and not crossing over those things that we've said. I'm not going there. I'm not watching that. I'm not reading that. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to live that way. And then not doing it and being an example in that way. It's so easy as a pastor, I can tell you, as a preacher, it's so easy to tell each other, other people, don't do that and then go and do it yourself. But (laughs) preacher, listen to yourself. Live what you're preaching to others and do what you tell others to do, and God will be glorified. Well, again, I hope you've enjoyed the thought this week. I hope you've (laughs) at least put up with it as I've shared it, and it will challenge you and hopefully help you in some way. Till next week, thanks for joining with me. Have a great one. I love you. Be blessed. Thanks for listening to Just a Thought with your host, Mark Short. If you have any questions, comments, or have any prayer requests that Mark can pray over, please email him justathoughtmark at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe and catch new episodes each and every week.